0: Good morning! You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. My name is Matthew Hogan, and today I have some very special guests. I'm joined by Sister Mary Agnes and Sister Mary Monica of the Sisters of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So they're going to be working at TMP this upcoming year for school, and I just thought it would be nice if we could start out and have them introduce each other.
1: All right, so I can go ahead and start. And I am originally from Wichita. I am one who thought originally that God was going to call me to become a sister very far away. I loved Mother Teresa. She was just an inspiration to me when I was growing up. And so my hopes were to possibly go to Calcutta to be a missionary charity and to work with the poor. And yet God called me right outside my back door. And so I ended up entering the Sisters of the Immaculate Heart of Mary in 2003. And I am grateful that God's ways are greater than my ways. And so being able to find our sisters. I was taught by our sisters in high school, and for me, that was really my first exposure to religious life, as far as the type of religious life that was very attractive to me. Originally, before getting to high school, I watched movies with sisters in it. It never really seemed to be interesting to me, but when I witnessed the way the sisters lived and just being taught by them in high school, my heart started to kind of be struck very deeply, and the witness of their joy and the fact that I could tell they didn't own a lot of things, yet they were still very happy, really surprised me. I also was very surprised by the way the sisters kind of reacted to the students or responded to them, very motherly, and that approach to spiritual motherhood was something that I was introduced to, not that I knew what was happening or what that was about, but it really settled in my heart deeply. After having a few of the sisters as teachers, every thought as far as, would God ever call me to that, kind of scared me, but at the same time, I wanted to know more. And so eventually I got a chance to teach totus tuus, and at that point, because we were focusing so much on vocation and wanting to be open to God's will, I really had to be honest with myself and say, I have not given the Lord a chance to ask me, is this what he really wants for me, and then to be able to respond to that. So with all of that put into place, uh, the summer after I taught totus tuus, I had a chance to visit the convent with a few of my friends, and at that point, it was like the Lord had helped me to recognize this is a place where you're going to not just find me, but where you're gonna actually find happiness as well. And so when those two came together, I knew it was like I had come home. And so being able to talk to our vocation directress there at the convent and, and just being able to make those future steps towards entering, I found it to be almost in one way, like the Lord had just opened the door and I was able just to walk right mm-hmm. in. So it was in one sense very smooth. It was really a, a beautiful gift he offered to me.
0: Yeah, that's rather incredible that it started at Totus Tuus, which actually <laughs> means totally yours. Yes, I, I worked as a missionary two summers ago and that was just such an incredible experience. So if anyone's listening and think they might want to be a totus to us missionary one day, 100% recommend it.
2: Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. And so I'm originally from Colby. And so I went to Fort Hayes State University. And I finished up there with my bachelor's degree. And while I was at Fort Hayes, I went on a retreat called Crossroads. And it's the point where I had first met the sisters of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And it was first time I had really encountered a different religious order, and it was beautiful. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was Sister Mary Agnes, who was sitting right next to me, who was one of the sisters at the Crossroads retreat. And so I sat there listening to their vocation stories, and kind of like what Sister Mary Agnes said, um, something very much like pierced my heart. And I was so taken by the joy of the sisters, and I wanted that so much. And so I had never even thought about religious life before, and I wasn't expecting exposed to it greatly, and then, so that never left my heart. So I went back to college, work at my master's degree, and in the back of my mind, I, I just knew that I wanted to become a sister. I was feeling that call that Jesus was inviting me to this beautiful relationship with him. And so it took five more years of discernment and working through different financial obstacles, dealing with student loan debt. But during that time, the Lord was drawing me toward to himself more and more in relationship. And so we were able, I was able to grow in that relationship with him in that time, which is a part of discernment very much. So finally, a day came. Some friends from Fort Hayes called and said, would you like to go to Wichita to visit the convent? And at that point, I was, you know, beaten very much drawn to religious life, but also marriage. So it kind of scared me at that point. But I came down to Wichita and visited the sisters. And that's all it took was that one visit, seeing the joy of the sisters, seeing the community life, the beautiful charism of the sisters of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And I was at home at that point. So I came back for another visit and the discernment process continued as I moved down to Wichita to discern a little bit more. And then I was able to enter as a postulant in 2013. So, it has been, I've been a decade in the convent now and it's kind of a milestone. It's really beautiful.
0: You will both be working at TMP. Yes, So what will your specific roles be? Just to kind of make sure everyone knows.
1: Yes. So I will be teaching high school, I'll have the freshmen and the juniors, and I'll also be able to have an experience with them in house time. So that's a non-curriculum based time, just to be able to do activities, get to know the students a little bit better. For them to get to know each other better is wonderful. And looking forward to being able just to work with the students. And also the faculty and administration at TMP have been wonderful. have really, really felt welcomed. And so, yeah, we're excited to be here and get started.
2: And I'll be in the junior high, team with the sixth grade and the eighth graders. And it's my first time with the junior high. I'm, I've been teaching high school for the past five years down in Wichita, and I'm really excited to work with the students. And like what Sister Mary Agnes said, the faculty have been wonderful, the administration. We are very excited to to be teaching at TMP.
0: So, is there anything that you've experienced so far that has been a particular highlight for you?
2: I think the community has been very welcoming and beautiful. We've been going to mass in the morning at St. Joseph, and just having oh, just the parishioners coming up to us and, and meeting us, and their generosity has been astounding. We make a phone call, we need something, it's done. And, and so we have really just been thankful for the beautiful experience of kind of the small town feel of Hayes and the generosity of the people. So our
1: community was founded in Spain in 1848. Our father founder was living in a time period where society was really struggling. There were a lot of forces that were against the faith, politically speaking, and even socially. And during that time period, he was a diocesan priest. He recognized that as a priest, his people were spiritually in need. And he was very devoted to Our Lady, particularly Our Lady of Sorrows. And one day he was praying in a parish church and he was praying before an image of the pietas So you have Our Lady and she's holding Jesus after he had been taken down from the cross. And as he was praying before that image, his heart was very much struck and he received a great inspiration to be able to respond to the need of the church at that time. And so what would that inspiration be? It's called a charism and it's a very beautiful gift that the Holy Spirit gives to particular founders of communities to be able to assist the church in whatever need is present. At that time period, there was a need for education and to be able to help foster within society a revival in the faith. And so his hope was to work with women to be able to help them to be good Christian mothers, and then through that, to really be able to re-evangelize society through the family. And I recognize that that need has not gone away. So our families today, in all parts of our country and throughout the world, they're really being hit hard. There are a lot of forces in society today that seem to draw people, not just away from the faith, but actually draw them so far in the other direction, it almost makes you think, who's behind this? And I think we all know who's behind that. Yet our Lord has won the victory and he's so powerful and good, but he also wants us to cooperate in that. And I think our father founder, Father Joaquin Mazmija, had that understanding that he wanted to allow our Lord to be present and he wanted the families to be strong so that they could live the faith well. And how should he do that? He was going to do that through education. So that's why we teach.
0: We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show.